Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everyone, <laughs> to Kimboology. You're so much taller than oh me. Oh, my God. I feel like you're so much bigger than me. I see you on the screen. Your presence is so much larger. All right. Well, that's Rick Dog, guys. <laughs> hey, welcome. <laughs> hey, everyone. How you doing? This is uh, the first time we're going live. Yeah. On... Let me pull this back. I want you guys to get the full, the full effect. And then you guys don't want to see the ghetto-ness. That is our home <laughs> it studio. It looks great. Don't you talk Rick Dog's like, hey, yeah. I worked very hard. I did. There's no ghetto-ness in this, in this space. Whatsoever. You guys, yes. if we look ghetto, let us know. Uh, oh, you look great. <laughs> I'm trying to check it out right now. In the chat box or whatever this is. This is by. This is all Rick Dog, by the way. This shout out to the Rick Dog Network. Yes. He um, has his own Twitch channel um, on the Rick Dog Network, of course, and he is a what is it like a MLB baseball guru because he does that game MLB baseball. Right? Am I saying that right? Yeah, I mean it's that's good enough. Yeah, I play <laughs> I play MLB the show. Okay. On PlayStation I Four and I stream live and it's it's a good little setup and I and I I talk baseball I talk White Sox and I talk sports weather he gives you the weather oh report. yeah I just predicted the NBA finals uh, even before the playoffs begin so I He's give out wizard. some. Some good uh, predictions too. So come check me out on Twitch, the Brujaria Network. <laughs> He's Puerto Rican. He's yeah. Brujaria. Yeah, um, well, guys, welcome. <laughs> um, we're doing a live recording with you guys. This is our first time doing it together. We really appreciate wherever you're watching, uh, you, the listener, whether it be we are streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, fuck, like so many places, uh, Twitter. Um, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. I mean, the list goes on and on. And again, this is all producer Rick doing yes. all the editing, producing, you know, he's a media producer, guys. He does. So if you guys do need your shit together, Rick Dog can do it. Yes, can I do can. It all. Oh, yeah. It'll look, it'll look halfway decent <laughs> like this. So <laughs> I, 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 I'm looking down to make sure we look good. It looks good. Looks Don't a nice do that. sweater. Amazing, I, you know, and he is I, open I look for all right. your... I'm used to having a green screen behind me. So yeah. We're good to go. Let's run. What do you what do you got? What are we gonna do? So yeah, guys, today is actually Father's Day. Hey. It's Sunday's Father's Day, so shout out to all the fathers out there. Yes. Um, you know, unfortunately my father isn't heavenly. He's in he's in his it's Heavenly Father's Day. Is that what people are saying? Refer to it when um, so. people, when they're passed on. It sounds um, good to me. You get a yeah, thumbs right? up from the Rick Dog live. I gave you a thumbs up. <laughs> wow, wow. Hey. Still producing. He's still producing. Stop. You're on the show now. You're the talent. Stop, oh, my God. Stop doing that. <sighs> Sorry. Uh, no, but yeah. So <laughs> shout out to um, the fathers out there. Yes. Happy um, Father's Day to my happy pops. Fathers. Happy as, Father's Day. Yeah. I guess. To Tony, yeah. Ricky's dad. Yeah. Um, who is a Taurus, just like my father was. Yes, so one of a kind. He's Both a Taurus, just like me. So yeah. shout out to your dad. Shout out yeah. to your dad's the really old cool. man. Yeah, yes. he's, he's got this exuberant personality. He really is a cool guy. Yep. He's, a, he's got a lot of wisdom. So he, he reminds has. me so much of my dad. So rest in peace, George. Uh, George R. Davis. R. You know, my cat is named after him. Yes, so, George. <laughs> George, get in here. Come. He might make an appearance. Yeah. I don't know. He walks Hopefully around yeah. on the shelf. So you might see him. I'm hoping you see him. Georgie! I could probably get him in here in for here, you. <laughs> gives us some love. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then it's also Juneteenth. So we have to recognize this holiday, which is now a federal holiday, which 
It's about fucking time. Yes. <laughs> like, seriously. And I wanted to um, give a little history on Juneteenth because to, to a lot of people that, you know, aren't Negras, like Negas, ne- shout out to all my Negas, um, <laughs> yeah. might not know what the fuck Juneteenth is. So this is why we want to, you know, we want to talk a little bit about it. Um, so I pulled up an article just so I can't look too stupid. Uh, oh, it's <laughs> history.com. Um, this is what my reference is. It's what is Juneteenth, right? So Juneteenth commemorates the effective end of slavery in the United States. So Juneteenth, short for June 19th, marks the day when federal troops arrived in Galveston, Texas in 1865 to take control of the state and ensure that all enslaved people were, would be freed. Uh, the troops arrived and came in full two and a half years after the signing of the, Emancipa- the Emancipation Proclamation. Oh, I must preface it, guys, that um, I'm high boots right now. <laughs> um, he doesn't even know, but uh, I spiked my drink oh, here. Brother. There's like, oh, um, no. like this cannabis syrup in there. Oh, Shout out to no. Syrup. Um, this, you know. Oh, boy. Yeah. I wanted to just oh, feel a little bit, you know, boy. loose. Nobody. <laughs> he's high too, so I don't know why he's like. Like, all confused. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> I'm being disrespectful to Juneteenth, the celebration. Sorry. Uh, the, um, the, um, oh, my God, I can't. See? Hi, guys. Go ahead. Get um, it out. So, Do yeah. It. So, basically, this, it was two years after signing the Emancipation Proclamation. Um, so, Juneteenth honors the end of slavery in the United States, and it's considered the longest-running African-American holiday. Um, on June 17, 2021, it, be- it officially became a federal holiday. You guys. Let's just look at that time frame, yeah. 1865, and then it was officially become a holiday, a federal holiday, on June 17, 2021. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it just, you know, there's no words for that, guys. That just shows, it just shows you where America's at. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. To- yeah, trying to hold everything back. Every you know, as hang on to everything as long as they can. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah let's just let's one. just you know. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, so shout out to all my blacks. Shout out to all my niggas. Um, you know, I am half black. My dad is, you know, black, obviously, and uh, my mom is from Thailand. So, oh my God, we didn't even say what episode this is, but we're not going to because we don't know what episode it is. We'll, we'll get it in there. Yeah, don't we're gonna get it. in there. Yeah. Usually, when we're when we do an audio podcast. Um, we'll say like what episode and everything, and I'll speak in Thai for you. So, but today <laughs> I'll I'm do not going to do that. I'll do You're an intro, and I'll do it in Thai. Yep. Oh my god, predicting it. <laughs> That's impressive. Do you know any Thai? I don't know one single word. Oh, <laughs> I taught him Thai. Well, did, uh, <laughs> He's like, oh, d- d- I don't d- even d- know d- Spanish. Why would That's I? That's true. <laughs> true. I, this is, oh come on! Now everybody's booing the Rick Oh, you're that Puerto Rican? Oh, no. Whatever, guys. I don't care. It's not... This doesn't make Rick... He's very Puerto Rican, so... I can't. Just because he can't speak Spanish doesn't mean he's any less Puerto Rican. in my blood. Literally. You can't even deny it, even if you wanted to, Rick Dog. So, yeah. You're right. Um, (laughs) But I'm really excited. Uh, We had some plans earlier. I was supposed to perform um, and do a little pop up in a venue but we're we decided i made a judgment call and uh wanted to just kind of like not go there because i might be exposed to covid whatever that whole thing that whole chestnut you know what i mean it's been drawn out to death but uh we just made a judgment call 
and we're just like, you know, we just was like, okay, let's just give it some time. We'll take our test. And then I just didn't want to be around like a bunch of people because I would feel like a fucking asshole if, you know, I did happen to have COVID and then like contract people. You know what I mean? Even though I'm fully vaccinated, we all are, all that bullshit, all that. And yeah, we're just going to go forward. We really wanted to do something lighthearted because it's been very heavy. Uh, I feel like there's just been a lot of heaviness in the world, right, Rick Dog? Yeah, we could lighten it up a little bit. Yeah. But Father's Day is always a little heavy, I feel like. It especially, is. Especially, you know. I think, so. I think I kind of didn't really, um, I think I kind of, what do you call it? Like, I wasn't really honest with myself how hard this day is for me. Yeah. Because my dad is not here, you know, and I miss him. And I think it hits a toll on my family in general. My mom was a little bit... She's been a little bit on edge <laughs> for the past few days, and I literally just put everything together, and I was like, "Oh my god, maybe she's she's missing my dad." Like, it's and this possible. is her way of projecting, you know? Yeah, you never know. Yeah, like, so everybody yeah. takes it. Yeah, everybody. It's a rough day. I know it is for Brief. everybody. Yeah, so that's for the yeah. people that. That's why for the people that, like myself, that are you know still able to celebrate. That's why you have to make sure. You know, you tell, call your pops or, you know, tell them that you love them, all that stuff. Give them a hug on these stuff because people like you don't get a chance to do it. So there's both sides of it. I remember working at the bar and dealing with like Mother's Day and Father's Day. You would have some people come in and have some pretty rough, you know, rough evenings. So I, I know it's a vibe. It's a day. You know, we just kind of let everybody deal with it right, the way they do. You know, so, yeah, you just kind of can't. That's what I don't know. That's the way I feel about it. Well, Rick Dog is just extremely supportive in yeah. me for me. Wow, in me. Well, in me. <laughs> bitch. Oh, he was there. in me too. Said, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, bitch. You know what I'm saying? No, he's just a super supportive partner in everything that I do. We do together. So you know, I feel the love all the time with oh, Rick Dog. I you know, he's a wonderful human being, and oh, I appreciate him. And appreciate he's very you. talented. You know, like he's. <laughs> oh. Thank a you. producer, director, you know, like he does so much. He yes. knows a lot. He has a lot of great knowledge. And well, thank you. He produced You're this whole show. Very and sweet. Self-taught. I didn't expect any of that. You know, I don't take compliments. He's so awkward well. when I yeah, give him compliments. Like every time, like I like, I'm like, babe, your hair looks so cute. He's just like, uh, oh my god. Oh, <laughs> like I'm just like. Re- Relax, like yeah. I'm like you should be a hair model, Ricky. And he's uh-huh. like, oh, nobody my God. believes oh, that no. crap. <laughs> Dead ass guys, yeah. his hair is glorious. That's funny. He's glorious. He's got That's great funny. hair. And then fun fact: if you know Rick Dog, which we do know out here, some people really know Rick Dog for years and years and years. He would shave his head, like buzz cut it all his hair off, and it was. Like, all this gorgeousness was hiding underneath there. Yeah. So, bitch. <laughs> he was like, oh, my God. No, I mean, babe, you look great. Thank you, you very good. much. You, you look, look great. great, too. Well, also, <laughs> uh, Rick Dog's birthday's coming up. Yes. So he will be what? I think 40-ish. 42. No, 41. Don't eat adding <laughs> age. 41. Oh, yeah. I try to make me older. <laughs> That's why I said 40-ish. <laughs> 40 Ish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brother. It's because I've been saying you've been 41 now for a while, but uh-huh. you're right. Like, it's because he was born in 1981, so he's the he's the off number. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I get it all the time. Everybody. He doesn't it. look like he doesn't look in his 40s at all. I mean, yeah. literally, you stand next to him, you're like, what the fuck? I get 40? that a lot. 
you know, I feel right around that. Yeah, I feel pretty good for 40 ish. <laughs> Heavy on the ish. Yeah. <laughs> Heavy on the ish. Yeah. You look great, babe. Thank you take you. care. And then I'm happy that you're taking care of yourself. Like you well, you, you care about taking care of your body and thank you. Self caring so the fuck out of things now. Wow. I I appreciate He's it. He's a so self care king now. Literally, yes. <laughs> which is great. I'm very happy to hear that. But um, thank you. You guys, we have a fun episode yes. for you guys today. We wanted to do something lighthearted, and what better than The Office? Oh my God! We I love personally it. love The Office, right, Rick Dog? Yes, I'm a big fan. I've ver- I've grown into a major league fan. I was, I don't know. It's weird to say. For a while there, I was a medium fan, but I've kind of crashed through many doors over the last. About five or six years. I'm a huge fan of The Office, though. I've watched it many times over and over again. And it just, even each time you see it, it speaks to me more and more. Oh, I feel like. so good. Yeah. It's so good. We're so obsessed that we also listen to The Office Ladies podcast, yes. which is phenomenal. Yes. Um, so it's ba- the two characters on the show, um, Pam, and, uh, Pam and Angela. Pam! Uh, Pam! <laughs> you know, so, the, Pam. you know, Pam, like, literally... The two people in the show, yeah. like re- they're like reminiscing their time on the show, and and they're very boring. humble and very so still humble. very down to earth as they do it. So uh, we we appreciate that, and they they kind of like huge fans themselves somehow. Yeah, they love it yeah. too. They somehow like, in the midst of it, and you believe it. Like okay, oh, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's it's so genuine. It right? is. It's yeah. really cool. It's I, mm-hmm. I've grown to love that show as well. The the, the podcast. Lady, yeah, yeah, it's really ladies. good. Shout out to Angela, K- uh, Jenna Fisher, and Angela Kinsey. Oh yeah, because the their their podcast is phenomenal, and yep. I listen to it all the time. I'm going to be really sad when it's when they're done because they re- they basically recap the entire sh- show from beginning to end. Yeah. And doesn't it's still the big going guy on. have one too? Uh, Bumgarner. The- Yes, uh, um, Eric Baumgartner. I forgot. Brian, 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 Brian Baumgartner, yeah. who played uh, Kevin on the show. Oh, yeah. He has a show as well, a uh, podcast Surprise- show. That's not surprising, I should say. Mm-hmm. Very good. It's, just, it's very good, too. He's very different from his character on the show. Oh, yeah. That's the surprising Extremely. part. So, and, and that show's great. So yeah. combine the two. He, he changed the name of it. It was, used to be called like The Deep Dive with uh-huh. Brian Baumgartner. But he 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 interviews like... Writers, producers, actors, uh, PAs, like any like people that were a part of that scene. But now I think he's shifting his show where he now is interviewing like all sorts of different people. Yeah. But in the beginning, it just was like office related people. But yeah, I got some really great insight about like about directing, producing, like um, yeah. showrunners. It's it's very fascinating because yeah, they opened the up. Uh, th- they showed their. Their inner true colors, a lot of the directors and uh, mm-hmm. some of the main actors and stuff, which is cool. You don't get to uh, get that deep into it. I think that's what makes you such a huge fan that you were able to find out while they were making this, you mm-hmm. know, how uh, great everybody was. So that's that helps out when they give you that inside look like that. So it just keeps growing and growing. Yeah. And with me and with everybody, I feel like even with like younger generations, there's still more fans. Oh yeah. Even. Like there's a whole resurgence of the office, yeah. you know, like I'll admit it. I never watched the office when it was live. I didn't either. I wasn't into I it. I watched very sparingly, uh, 
I didn't watch yeah. it until you could stream it all the way through. Same, and once I did, same. it was yeah. like, oh boy. Yeah, it was a game changer. Oh. I was like, this show is amazing. Like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Was, I think the yeah. first I think the first time I watched it, I was watching a football game and they went one of their cold opens afterwards, and it was the one where the big guy where he brought the yeah, chili yeah. in. And I'm well, like, we'll get into that because oh, we wanna we wanna I we know wanna that, talk. but that was the reason I was like, <laughs> I have to watch this show. That's the funniest shit. I don't know, it made me laugh so hard. So yeah. The cold opens would really the cold me. opens yeah. are the yeah. shit. It, it dragged yeah. me in, and yeah. I knew one day I was like, I'll watch this, the whole thing. Well, yeah. like, so basically, we wanted to showcase top our top 10 moments, uh-huh. uh, slash episodes of The Office, and so we just, it was so fast, like, we literally, like, oh, what about this part, this part, yeah. oh my god, this part, so that's how much we love the show, um, and shout out to The Office Ladies podcast, and then we also just bought their book, um, their B, their BFF book, um, and we listened to it. We listened to their audiobook when we were driving to Miss uh, to the Ozarks. Yes. We, went on, we went on a trip to the Ozarks, so yes, we're obsessed, we guys. We're obsessed. We're obsessed with them. We love the show. We really appreciate the show. It's one of those timeless shows that just will be funny forever, and we're gonna talk about it. Why Let's not? dive in. So, um, so let's start with that moment. How about that? Okay. That, so yeah, the yeah. chili moment. So, <laughs> I, so explain again. So this is okay. when Kevin. This is a cold open. This yes. Is, this is uh, it's called Casual Friday. This is the episode Casual Friday. It's okay. Season five, episode twenty six. Season five. So that's how yeah. long it took me to finally like. All right. There you I'm, go. Yeah. I'm gonna watch this, but I was. But I think that's it's an interesting part of this show because that was their goal with the cold opens was to get people catch people in those first 30 seconds mm-hmm. right after a football game because they knew people like me were too hungover and lazy to get up and change <laughs> the channel so I was forced to watch the first five minutes of The Office and right. sometimes it would be so good I was like wow that's funny so I'd right. watch but I was very inconsistent so that's when I went back and finally like I have to go that moment where he brought the chili in it so was just classic. It kept you like, what is this fucking guy doing? He Why? He brings this giant Why? pot of chili. <laughs> you and needed to know more. I needed to know more yeah. about that man. And then you always saw Jim messing with, and we'll talk more about that. You always saw Jim messing with Dwight, and that was always hilarious. And those first, you know, that The cold first, open scenes. The yeah, cold open always. scenes so really, I think. Sucked you in. Because yeah. honestly, they didn't have to, they didn't have to, uh, you know, be anything about the sh- what you're watching later. They're just a cold open. So, like, yeah. it could be unrelated to the episode later completely. Like, this episode was called um, Casual Fridays. Yeah. Which was all about, like, what they wore. Yeah, I remember Friday. that. So, it had nothing to do necessarily with, like... No, not at all. It was just a, a random office moment, right. you know, that you But hilarious. See. Yeah, it was hilarious. great. It made yeah. me... It, it sucked me in, and here we are. It definitely did. It definitely uh, did. Like, ten years later, doing it. Podcast about it. So. Yeah, and you you were like, oh my god, that scene. Yeah, like, when I saw that scene, like I was like, I'm stuck. I'm 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 sold. Yeah, I'm gonna watch the show. It was now. very funny. I don't know. I can't explain why. It was simple. I don't think anything was said. No, no he just <laughs> stumbled upon. Yeah, and you knew and think, like this is terrible. It's so gonna... from what I got from the office ladies and like you know listening to their show, 
they said they only had like two or three carpet squares, right? Yeah. So they were like, all right, Kevin, like, or they, all right, Ryan, you know, his yeah. name is Brian. You only have one shot. Yeah, at they this. were like, yeah. you only, you know, and the thing is like, I think they did it like once or twice. I can't remember exactly if they did it once No, or they twice. said they nailed it. They nailed I remember it the they said okay. they nailed it. So on they the first got one, yeah. it, but yeah. he said that he smelled like yeah. chili. <laughs> like for like, it was like everywhere. And because they went uh, to eat afterwards, like because yeah. they like celebrated. And then they, uh, he was like, he just reeked of chili. And oh, I was like, damn, great. like. It's really funny. So fucking good. So fucking. So yeah, that's a great moment. So that was number one. That was Rick Dog's pick. Yeah. Um, you know who? Well, I have so many. I have so many great episodes. Yeah, we here. could go off. Oh my god! Yeah, topic. I know we're gonna we go, we're do, gonna yeah. we're not gonna do an order, guys. We're just gonna like call out random parts. But I do have the episode numbers and the seasons and all that. So how about let's let's just call out the relationship of Toby. And Michael. Oh, love that. And That's t- you know what I mean? Top. Like this scene, the scene that, you know, I'm referencing <laughs> right now, which is episode to- Toby's Back. Yeah. And it's when it's called Framed Toby. And that's season five, episode nine. Literally, it's a gif. It's the most iconic gif, I think, when like I like of the office. It's it's when um it's when Michael's like Dear God, no! Uh, yeah. Please, no! Oh, dear God, no! Dear God, yeah. no! <laughs> when like, he first gets, when he sees him, <laughs> when he first sees that Toby's like oh, actually, so okay, so the epic. premise yeah. with that was Toby um, leaves, right? He leaves yeah. the sh- he leaves the office because he like moves to Costa Rica, that. random as shit. Um, but then he comes back, but uh-huh. like he didn't know, right? Like Michael didn't know for a while, and there are all like the- throughout the whole day. Yeah, and no, he thought I guess he was. He was well, I guess he was back for like a week or something. It was, he was there for a <laughs> while. Was yeah, they were yeah. saying that because Jim was like, "No, he's been back, dude." Uh-huh. Like, and then Michael's like, they thought yeah, he was pl- okay. he thought he was fucking around." Yeah, yeah, he thought he was fucking around. And then when he turns, and Toby's right there, he just is like blank face. Steve Carell is just fucking phenomenal. I mean, like he's just such an amazing great. talent, and he just looks at him and just. Dear God, no! Please, no! Dear oh. God, like it was just the funniest moment to me. It really literally. was. It was. It was almost very genuine. You almost felt bad at times for Toby out oh, there because Michael, <laughs> at at all moments, was coming after him. That I that I think that relationship is one of, is probably my favorite. You know, the way he goes after him so uh, at all times. Uh, I can't disagree with the moment you just you pick because that's without a doubt my one of my top moments. Uh, it, it's so funny, so good. Yeah, I remember like we were we rewound that part down. Oh like, yeah, I it's we, a rewind moment. Oh yeah. yeah, like I do like so we do watch it on Peacock, right? Because you can stream The Office now on Peacock, and then Peacock has the super fan episodes, so they're uh-huh. like extended versions that have like behind the scenes or like um um scenes that they they didn't put on like televised um you know when they produce or whatever when they you know it's it's an extended version of like the episode so it's a lot longer but these super fan episodes are great they're really juicy Uh and they just have more like things and more like yeah they give you a little bit more uh so you've seen it so many times they finally give you just that little little bit bit more more. to keep you hooked even more yeah. like you'd be surprised like oh you didn't think it could get any more funny yeah it can it just can. another line or two because the whole thing is that's why it was really good to hear the podcast and, and for right? both ends uh, what's it? because right? yeah. you knew by watching it that it was not not it couldn't have all been scripted right you have 
Steve Carell there, you have to, you know, they have to be ab-libbing at some point. But the amount of freedom that they gave them and the writers great to say, hey, go ahead, change it up, do whatever you want to do. Like, and right. it, they benefited so much from it. And, and so much of it themselves came out of it. So it was huge. That's what made it so good. Yeah. I do love that a lot of the actors were also writers and the writers, yeah. you know, so like they, it was like one of the first shows that opened up where they actually had writers be, be actors as yeah, well. They, sn- they just um, put themselves in there. Yeah. They kept it, which uh, is genius. I yeah. mean, it really is. Well, and they I, wanted you know, them to connect with the actors a little bit. They didn't right. want it to be, and I get that working on a, a set where there's a huge disconnect between actors and writers. Um, uh, and you felt that. That's why this show ends up being one of the greatest shows of all time. Because they, they were, how do I say it? They were all one as one yeah. unit. You know, the writer, thought, director, like producer. That, that Unimind you know. thing. Well, you know, yeah. obviously, the NBC or whoever was NBC, right? Mm-hmm. The execs obviously have way more power. And But there was times where Steve Carell stood up for the rest of the crew. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, they banned as one. It was a you family. Know, they, they, they were was. a family, yeah. It was good. And it was so. good for the podcast to show you the in, inner works of what mm-hmm. was really going on in there. It was cool. It made you even more of a fan of everything. everything. It really did. Yeah. It really did. So what's, okay, so what about your next, I think that you mentioned the basketball episode. You love that one. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why. Just, and that was, and that, guy, just, that was season one, episode five. Yeah, it yeah. was early and I just remember it. I, I feel like every time you go back and watch the office you start back at the beginning and then that's when it really starts to get good right around that episode where they start introducing you know the the other guys down in the factory the part shipping guys yeah, yeah the shipping, shipping guys yeah and then just the whole premise is it, of it that the loser has to stay and, and work like the saturday or something like yeah, that yeah so they were betting that like you know, it and was like the office people against the shipping. He didn't people. have to do any of this. Oh, None of I this mean, had to happen. And he's just said it. it just, of course not. But it's fucking Michael. It set so. the stage for his stupidity for the oh rest of the show. And just watching him, the, some of the shots, he, it was epic. Oh, he was so I love bad. a good basketball episode, right? And any, uh, any type of sitcom like that. But he. Well, Steve Carell actually is. He's a like, hockey player. I think, yeah, he's a hockey yeah. player. And you told me yeah, that you could see it most in. hockey players are really horrible oh, terrible. at basketball. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't go hand in hand. They right. hate the other sport, Yeah, each one of them. Yeah. yeah. And we've seen yeah. Steve Carell. He's like an exceptional hockey yeah, player. Yeah, so. I watched him on yeah. the ice just for 30 seconds. Like, this guy's good. He's just watching him good. come yeah. up and stop. Yeah, like, oh, my God, <laughs> like, right. That whole, like. Yeah, I'm not the greatest hockey player, but I played duels by, like, Eight or nine, but you could tell somebody who's good on skates. Like, oh, this guy's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, so it's funny, but he's terrible at basketball, Basketball. which makes for great comedy. And then just uh, and then I love that pigs, I love that. I love that the stereotype was like, you know, he was he was all like, yeah, we got a Stanley, you know, the black guy, (laughs) and then that bounce with that high hand. Oh, yeah, that's what he knows. Somebody sucks. Are you kidding me? Uh, you could tell right when they dribble, oh, slap yo. the ball. That fucking slap, I was dying, yo. Oh shit! It but then, like funny. at the end, how they like show uh, Kevin and how yeah, he's fucking he was a like baller. swooping and shit. Yeah. I'm like, y'all are missing. And then they bring Phyllis in. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Phyllis. You know, what I'm no, no, no shade. You know, was, no shade to Phyllis. You it know was what I'm an saying? epic but, episode. It really was. It oh my god. Be, it really that shit was left. so funny. Yeah. So that was a really it was, good one. It wasn't the greatest one of all time, but it was one that hit 
to me personally, very, I don't know, sports always does. Well, yeah, he's a sports guy. So if there's anything sports related, he's going to be all over it. Tune in to the Rip Dog Network. We'll be playing 2K basketball. There you go. Shameless plug. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm not above it. No, of course not. This is what this is what we're doing it for, guys. Great. We all work together. This is uh, producer Rick. Shout out to producer Rick. Um, well, one of my faves was Diversity Day. Diversity oh, Day. Yes. And that was season one, episode two. So right smack dag in the in the beginning. It was episode um, two. Uh, episode. Oh yeah, it was two. early. Yeah, it was like right away because I remember yeah. they were saying like. They wanted to. They didn't want to copy the UK version of The Office, so uh-huh. they like cre- the writers are really, really genius in how they like. Okay, well, let's like let's like make it switch it up and like a different. I think Diversity Day was just like such a smart way to like show like this is going to be a different office. It's not yeah. gonna, we're not going to copy the UK version fully. You know it's going to be an American version. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what better than to show how racist America is, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's like trying to, it does show off It's like, it's how like ra- satire. It's like funny it's, about it. It's funny. Like they're trying to, it shows how an office or how yeah problematic we, in the United States they try to cover it up. Really. Yeah, yeah, but it's not. It's funny. It's classic. I worked in an office, guys. I yeah. got I got the I got the question like, oh, because like back in the day when I was in office, I would straighten my hair all the time, all the time. Yeah, and I definitely when I would come in with my natural hair, I would get the oh, Kim, <laughs> your hair. It's uh, interesting, you know, like that whole thing, and it's like, uh huh. What are you gonna say? What what do you have to say about my natural hair that grows out of my head, my scalp? Uh-huh. Because that was always like, oh, you know, straight hair, you know, that whole office look, that whole fucking bullshit that existed, you know? And yeah. then, like, you know, when it comes to diverse, diversity, I don't know why I keep saying it, diversity. It's like, okay. what, why am I talking Just like Just say this? it. Just let uh, it out. Diversity. Let it out. Diversity. Uh, <laughs> diversity. Whatever uh, Well, with diversity, they, like, it was just so fucking funny how they, like, had those fucking stickers. Oh. Like, Jamaican, like, you know, my favorite was Angela and how it's yeah. a Jamaican on her forehead. That shit was fucking hilarious. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. It really and was. then, and how they had, and then when listening to the podcast, you know, the office ladies, uh, they said that they had to wear that on their head yeah, for like for 15 like they, hours. I think like, they said they took it off for maybe lunch. And that was it. And that and was, they, yeah, because uh, they had to keep it on like all day. How so, do you keep it together all uh, day with these guys walking around with these ridiculous flashcards right. you know on like their Italian f- you uh, know like just written on your fucking forehead it was you know? good it really was it is show- uh, a showcase once again uh, Michael's ridiculousness yo right? when he was imitating like the Indian like <laughs> uh, like yeah. like the Indian like convenience score <laughs> oh store, my god I, like yeah. shout out to Mindy Kaling cause she yeah. like she co-wrote that episode she did. so she literally like was like, yeah, let's let's go there. Like, let's actually go there. You know, like Indian. Yeah, let's like talk about a convenience yeah, they store. Didn't mind the accents. This was also back in like the early 2000s. Yeah, and so you were talking. It was a different everybody time. there is a true comedian, right? And they didn't right. mind making fun of themselves. Or that's at a time where that stuff was much more accepted. Now, I if you did this, oh my God. what's that? I have to just like do a little bit of a what do you call it? Like sidebar. A, sec- a sidebar. Yeah. Because Rick Dog and I recently watched uh, Bringing Down the House. Oh, yeah. That was terrible. Dude, do you guys remember that? <laughs> it, was it was so from like racist. 2005. It oh. was Queen Latifah, Steve Martin. Oh, Betty White was Betty terrible. White was a racist old <laughs> fucking piece of shit. It like, was funny, actually. They made, oh, it was so fucked up. But also, like, it really did show you're like, damn, like, you know what I'm oh, saying? Back in the day, they, we fucking went there. It, you know, it, it like, was funny because the movie was trying to, like, 
toe the line. And it did. It did. It was like, but it was like, what the fuck? It was like ridiculous. This is brutal. Yeah. Yeah. It was like kind of outlandish and like ridiculous. Like, like over the top. It like was very over the, the like top. Negro, like they're like, oh, is that a Negro? And yeah. I was like, but that's how movies say? were. That's how it all started. To, I know, you know, but it's crazy. Like that's yeah. how that's how movies were. Like that's fucking wild. I don't know what made you pick that movie, but it made me because, laugh afterwards. Oh I swear to God, I remember watching that at some point, being like, oh my god, this was a key. This was so funny. Like Rick Dog, let's watch this. And then yeah. I put that shit on. And I was like. <gasps> This shit is problematic as fuck. <laughs> like, there were some funny moments. I kind of fell asleep about midway through, and I kept looking up and be like, are you sticking with this, huh? <laughs> like, and you I were just like, to win it at that you point. were like a deer caught in a headlight. You couldn't look away I couldn't. at that point. I was like, okay. I definitely couldn't. It was so. it was terrible. That yeah. was a good sidebar. I'm glad you brought that up. Because I know, because it just reminded it, me of yeah. that. I was yeah. going to bring that up on my... Uh, on the Rick Dog Network, yeah. I was like, "Man, has anybody seen Bringing, Bringing Down the Down House the lately? Because that's some racist bullshit." And I, it was kind of comical. Sometimes it's so bad that it's right, funny. And I right, think right. that if you guys was, yeah. watch it now yeah. in 2022 eyes, you'll be surprised. You would you'll be, be like, surprised. "Yo, yeah. yeah, yeah." It's like kind of like when you watch Martin now, like in some of the episodes, like, I, like well, listen, everything. Guys, listen, you watch. listen, Martin. I'm a complete Martin stan. Like. Yep. Martin can the show can do no wrong in my eyes, but <laughs> Martin was a problematic as fuck, and he you know he was transphobic and you know what all that bullshit. So you know, whatever it is, that was the comedy back in the nineties, you know, back in the early nineties. Yes. So, but anyways, back to yeah. the Office, and it's the same um, thing with diversity, diversity, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. diversity, yeah. diversity day. So diversity. I know you're doing it too. <laughs> Maybe because me. I said it. Maybe because I said it. Right? Yeah, diversity, you did it. diversity. You did this. Um, what about the iconic uh, character Mose? Oh, you guys, I love. Oh Mose. yeah, the his, uh, what's his name's brother? Or, Michael Schur. Oh yeah, it was uh, actually the the guy that played that character, but it was Dwight's cousin. Dwight's cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's from the um, the He's episode great. Money, yeah. like part two. That was season four, episode eight. My favorite part of Mose was when the, um, <laughs> Pam and uh, Pam and Jim Pam. they ended up uh, like because like I guess like. Uh, Dwight had like an like a Airbnb for his beet farm. Uh-huh. He like rented out his beet farm. Like oh like yeah, a, like they went like over there, school, stayed like, at his farm. Yeah, it was like an Airbnb. It was that old was ass. Like, Air- I think we stayed at that Airbnb <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. Maybe you know that'd be sickening. I would love to see <laughs> it. Would there. be bad. Anyways, yeah, I'm just going. <laughs> I'm like that would be really good. That'd be cute. Yeah, that's where that'd he came running up. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> yeah so my yeah, favorite part was when Moe's was like randomly just like ran up and was like running alongside the car, like character, and they were just like oh. <laughs> Startled, but that shit how else? Me the you, fuck up. How so else bad. would you think uh, when you pulled up? Uh, what other way would you think you'd be greeted at uh, Dwight's farm? Right? I'm right. I'm right. It's right on brand. Like, it uh, is. For, it was great. Dwight's farm. Yeah. For sure. Oh, it made me. But Moe's was such a fun character. Like, and I, yeah, I and then good. from the backstory of the Office Ladies pod, they were saying that. Mike sure didn't want to play Moe's. He like hated it, I guess, after a while. Yep. And there was an episode where they wanted to bring him back. And that by that time he was on Parks and Rec and he was like, guys, I can't do it. Like I have this other show, but they were like, people love Moe's so much that they wanted to see him again and again. But he was like, he's like, you guys made me do this. And like, I don't want to keep doing it. <laughs> like he didn't have any lines really. Like he was just like, no, they just came character. in every once in a while. They threw him in there and oh. everybody, the problem is everybody loved him. Oh so my God. They had to keep it 
they had to keep it in there. It's oh, really so funny. Good. Mose was such a funny character. So yeah, that was fun. Yes, it uh, was. And then what about the iconic, 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 iconic episode? Thunder Mifflin, this is Pam. Pam, it's Michael. Help me. I need help right now. Michael, what's wrong? I'm hurt. I have hurt myself. Oh, my God. Okay, wait, 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 wait. This is not looking good, Pam. Michael, do you need me to call an ambulance? No, I want you to pick me up. Okay. Oh, wait a second. I thought you said that you were hurt. I am hurt. I hurt I'm my sorry. foot. Pam. I want to come to work, Pam. but I need you to come and pick me up. No, God. Hey, whoa, Michael. Oh, God. It's okay. It's Jim. Just say again really loudly uh, what happened. Okay. I burned my foot very badly on my foreman grill, and I now need someone to come and bring me into work. You burned your foot on a foreman grill. I enjoy having breakfast in bed. I like waking up to the smell of bacon. Sue me. And since I don't have a butler, I have to do it myself. So most nights before I go to bed, I will lay six strips of bacon out on my George Foreman grill. Then I go to sleep. When I wake up, I plug in the grill. I go back to sleep again. Then I wake up to the smell of crackling bacon. It is delicious. It's good for me. It's a perfect way to start the day. Today, I got up, I stepped onto the grill, and I clamped down on my foot. That's it. I don't see what's so hard to believe about that. Oh, in a George Foreman grill. That one's great. And Dwight gets a concussion. <laughs> the most iconic cold open ever, I think. That was really when good. When he, like, yeah. throws up on his car, and he, like, fucking hits the... Like, He's like, Dwight, don't, I don't want Dwight to come. Don't yeah, want, don't yeah, 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 yeah. He was Dwight. trying to get, like, everybody in the office to come pick him up, <laughs> and then Dwight comes no, in. The best is how he burnt his foot. It's because oh. he wanted to have breakfast in bed, so he had... No, he wanted to wake up to yeah, the smell of uh, yeah, cooking bacon. 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 <laughs> so he had the form. Because he says he gets up, he plugs the fucking George Foreman grill in. He lit because well, the, the bacon strip is like laid oh, out on top of the grill. And hilarious. he's like, "What? I like to wake up to the smell of you know cooking bacon. Like, what, what's so wrong with that?" And everybody's what, like, "There's a lot wrong with that, Michael. You oh can my wait God. a few minutes and then go to your kitchen, right? And, and make then put it some fucking you know bacon on the grill and then it's hilarious. And then like I actually personally love that whole episode because yeah, because Dwight has a concussion, so he starts to act like really un-Dwight like so yeah. he's all like friendly with Pam Pam, like, Pam. Yeah, yeah he's all like and then she's like is Dwight acting like weird and then they, yeah you know and because he's all loving weird. and like friendly it's so fucking funny like <laughs> Dwight is so funny so yeah that that scene is hilarious that, that, that hilarious. scene the beginning of it was epic it really was the the whole office not yeah. giving a crap like, yeah. like they're so used and to it like, over his bullshit why not stay home michael <laughs> yeah why stay does he the have fuck to make home. it such a big deal he's use like, a sick day like <laughs> like and he's like i burned my foot and then he acts like he's fucking handicapped the rest of the day and has the, yeah. and has the caucasity uh, to bring in a man in a wheelchair <laughs> and has to co- and wants to compare their disabilities uh, to each other. And this nigga's like, I'm actually disabled, so what yeah. the fuck? Oh, it was good. It was so proud. And then he's like, oh, how long does it take you to, to brush your teeth in the morning? He's like, I don't know, like 10 seconds. And he's like, wow, that's like twice as long as, or like, it's like three times as long as like, you know, that I do it or some shit like that. Like, <laughs> you're a fucking idiot, Michael. Yeah, like, you're is. a fucking idiot. Once again, showcase just how ridiculous oh my God. Michael could be. Michael and, is just so Oh, so I love him. Uh, what about the iconic, iconic episode Fun Run? It's season four, episode one. Another good one. 
Yes. Where Michael runs over Meredith. <laughs> he fucking hits Meredith oh. with his car. <laughs> And then proceeds to he act like nothing happened almost. You know? Oh yeah, he he yeah. wanted to no, he wanted to he told the office, but he was like, yes, yeah, some somebody. Yeah, so someone someone hit Meredith. Hit Meredith the way he presented it, yeah, like he had yeah. nothing to do it, but he, he never really took himself out of it either. Yeah, <laughs> like, and wait, then at the end they, they were like, were Michael, you? did you do it? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> and then like and then and then proceeds to have an entire like fundraising like race uh-huh. over Meredith because she's in the hospital and then she finds out she has rabies. Uh-huh. So he ended up saving her life. Yeah, really? That so ass. Because remember that episode previous? Is, you know? Uh she there was the bat and the bat like was in her remember oh, how, like, yeah. Dwight, how can you forget? Yeah. Yeah, put the like bag over her head and, and they the, beat and the, the hell bat, out of her. I guess, yeah. bit her. And so she had rabies but didn't know it. So, <laughs> so Michael actually did, I guess, save her life because if she never he got ra- hit by the See? car, she would have never found out she had rabies. That's how that's when Michael starts growing you. Oh God. Right there. Right then and there. It's like, you know what, this guy's his issues. But you know what? He just he cares. He a lot cares. About so he, he decides <laughs> to do a whole fun run. Over the rabies epidemic, which is like easily, not easily curable, but it's like a system to it. It's like the least. Right. Like rabies has been here, guys. Like we know how to get, we know how to take care of it. So yeah, it's it's not something you need a fundraiser for. Oh my God. And then remember this. It's great. It really is. Remember the scene where he eats like the, all the fucking pasta? Oh, of course. Yeah. Before, <laughs> yes. yeah. And then he's like dry mouth. He's like running. And he's like, oh. He's like, guys. Oh, my God. And they're like, dude. What like, are you doing? Because, like, like, uh, yeah, Dwight brings him like a big plate of like carbonara or some shit. And he's like fucking eating it. Yo. He's too much is what he is. Yeah. I, I fucking love that episode. It's um, a good one. You're not wrong. That's I'm a good. I'm like looking through. Solid. What else you got? Well, where there's the scenes where Jim impersonates Dwight. Question. What kind of bear is best? That's a ridiculous question. False. Black bear. Well, that's debatable. There are basically two schools of thought. Fact. Bears eat beets. Bears. Beets. Battlestar Galactica. Bears do not. What is going on? Here comes Jim with an epic. Uh, oh my god! Dwight. So he walks. He comes in. Is this a cold he's open? Dressed like yeah, it is yeah, cold, this is a cold and, open. Another again. good cold open. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I love their. Cold it's open. easy to fall in love with Jim's character because he's always fucking with Dwight. He's always fucking with. And yeah. he comes in. He does a perfect uh, impression of him. Imper- impression. Oh of, he's dressed like him. He looks like him. The whole nine yards. He sits yeah. down. He goes through about two three minutes of it, and he nails it. I Dude. I feel like he nailed. He pre- did. He was like, yeah. he's like, question, which bear is best? Or like black, black yeah, bear? Black or whatever, bear. Yeah, yeah. whatever. He, yeah, I forgot exactly what it says. But like, he's like, he's like, false, black bear. False, he's like, actually. Bear. And then that's when Dwight's like, hey, what are you doing? Because <laughs> he's like dressed like him and everything. Yeah. That shit was so funny. Because he, he was, it was like perfect. He did the perfect impression. But not only that, but that episode was fucking hilarious in general. Because that was called Product Recall. Because remember that? Remember they, um, somebody put the fucking picture of the two fucking animal cartoon characters fucking on the paper and then they sent the paper to that school and that lady was like pissed (laughs) as fuck it was terrible they made a lot of mistakes because they're always messing around on uh messing with each other so they always had fuck-ups like that right and then and then like creed he's his job was quality control because you're like (laughs) What the fuck does Creed even do, right? Because he's like this random. I, like, I still don't know to this day what he, he did on that know. show, but I love some Creed. Though, I'll tell you Dude, that. Right Creed now. is so funny. Love me some Creed. 
Yeah, well, he was like, he's like, fuck. They were like, all Creed, you know, you really fucked up because, you know, that was your job. Uh-huh. And then he was just like, um, he, he like went through all these hoops to find out who wasn't there that day. And like, cho- and then said like, oh, it was because of her. And like, oh, my God. And he got out of it. He got out of it. So I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So, yeah. But that was that was uh, what was it? Uh, product recall. That shit was hilarious. Uh, we have a couple more. We wanted to do 10. So that was about. Yeah, we were at eight now. Okay. I'm not even. I'm, there. I'm not even like giving you guys the numbers anymore. Sorry. <laughs> I, I think this. it's kind of. <laughs> I think we're just kind of winging it, which is okay, too. We're Nothing wrong it. with that. We're professional winger, wingers. <laughs> um, let's good. see. So let's let's do the episode uh, "Gay Witch Hunt." Oh, oh my god! So fucking. Oh, that's one where it's going. Season after. three, episode one, when Michael kisses Oscar. I mean, the most cringy episode because literally he's like leaning in, leaning in, and then he's like pulling back, and then they fucking kiss, and then like my favorite part was Jenna's face. So like Pam's face, but she was like. Cause like that was like a that was her real face. That wasn't like that was Jenna. That was Jenna. Um, Jenna's face. It wasn't Pam's face. Cause her face was like, yo, like that nigga actually kissed him. Like, Cause yeah. if that happened in real life, come on. Oh, he would. I don't know oh how he would react. It would. <laughs> it was just so. He always once again always steps a little too far. He always goes just. The, over the edge. It's like, don't do that. Don't. Why do you got to do that? Oh, no. You felt so bad for Oscar. Like, <laughs> well, Oscar was like, fuck yeah, it. You know what I'm I, saying? I'm getting a trip to Europe. Yeah, <laughs> afterwards. But it's just right, like right, right, throughout right. the whole thing, oh, you're yeah, just like, why are yeah. you doing this? And, he, <laughs> and you guys, it's Pride Month. So shout yes. out to Pride Month. Yes. Shout out to the LGP. LG, oh, my shout God. This is going to be so hard because I'm high and my mouth is all like, bleh. L-G-B-T-Q-I-A plus community. I did it. Oh, you nailed it. That was hard because I'm like, I don't know why that's so hard. Anyways, yeah, shout out to Pride Month. Um, Yeah, like, you're not supposed to out people. No, no. You're you're not. Even I know you're not supposed to Like, are you kidding me? You kind of let everybody do their own thing. Oh, my God. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, that was really, that was fucking hilarious because then he's like, what like that whole premise was like talking about Oscar being gay and then that also they tied in that storyline which was so beautiful because the writers actually um they did that because Oscar in real life who Oscar Nunez which Uh I believe that's his real name yeah I think so yeah Yeah, I think they did use his real name just like Angela yeah they use Uh they use his name uh they actually uh he he got a um he got like another show uh-huh. So they wrote him off for a while. Yeah, he left for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he left for a little that. bit because he got he was on another TV show or something or filming another something else. And yeah. and and, they, and he literally went to the writers and he went to the the director. He was just like, "Hey, what do I do? Like, do I take this offer? Do I, you know?" And they were so nice. They were yeah. like, "You take whatever fucking shit you can. Like, yeah, we're not we'll going to stop write you. you. We'll, we'll write, write you. you. We'll write. We'll work it out. We'll for, yeah, yeah, we'll write writers. it in, which it, is so beautiful. Yeah, that doesn't usually happen right? on network television either. Usually, when you're in your contract, you're locked into that. So that once again, it was the writers and the producers showing a little leeway and allowing people to go. Uh, somewhere else to grow and make some money because that that stuff usually you're held hostage to your show. So that showed how the family once again mm-hmm. of the show. So it was beautiful. even in the middle of that goofy episode, <laughs> oh, oh man! Yeah. But then towards the end, he's like, 
we're going to Europe. Like, <laughs> we're going to Europe. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because they're, like, they're like, if they don't want to sue me, we're going to be gone. He's like, we're leaving for the Europe for three months. So I'm like, shout out to you. Get your money. Shout out. Um, and then the last one, before we do, because we have to do, we have to. I'm like, Rick Dog didn't. We didn't talk about this, but we have to do Meditate Mastery Medicaid. Okay. So we have to do it afterwards. So uh, let's just, this is one more, and then we'll do Meditate Mastery Medicaid. Okay. Um, so the last one that I want to call out, which is, ep- this is the 10th episode that we wanted to shout out for our office appreciation episode. Uh, this is when, okay, this, I don't even think I talked to you about this one, but you love this one too. What's that? This is when, this is uh, the Benny Hanna Christmas episode. Oh, that's a classic. And it's yeah. season three, episode 10. Yo, when Dwight was talking about killing that goose, it's <laughs> like, okay, so the scene was like, they're all eating at Benny Hanna, right? But then the way they're sit, the, the way they're sitting, Dwight is sitting in between um, another like couple. Like there's another couple in between Dwight and like and like Michael and like you know Ed Helms, you know his character. Yeah, he was. He so, kept trying to get a little closer. He yeah, could never yeah. get in the right position. <laughs> so he was trying to hear because they're talking. <laughs> yeah. And then the couple doesn't want to like move over to no, let him be a part of their. You know, which is fucking stupid. I would be like, sure, I'll move over so you can be with the rest of your like party. They were like, anyway. No so he's hilarious. trying to like hear and like trying to like listen over, and then of course Jim is like fucking with him. He's like, he's like Jim, what did they say? What what is it? What are they talking about? He's like, oh, she because this was like the uh, the the waitress. Yeah. He was like, what did she ask? Like, what is she talking about? And he's like, oh, she wants to know how to like gut a goose or like how to properly gut and kill a goose for like preparing for a meal. And and then Dwight cuts in. He's like, wait, wait, wait. So you're going to grab the neck, you extend, you you cut the neck and you let it bleed all the, <laughs> all the innards. And she's just like <clears throat> staring at him like, what the fuck is he? Yo, I died. Like, <laughs> I don't know why that shit was so... I. Because it's hilarious. Up. It was good. No, oh <laughs> like at the wrong time to say something, because the wrong way to say it. He, he's the king of it. Oh, my that, God. That's why it was the best when they went out in public, how they interacted with everybody. Yes. Because it's almost like yes. they didn't know how to act in public. They yeah. didn't barely know how to act in their own office. Right. Whenever right. anybody came there, they always fucked it up always. you know and it's always stemmed from michael and then this <laughs> one was great because they ended up bringing back the, the girls right back to the office oh my and, god yes oh and then they forget which one's which michael does not know yep. oh that's a really classic episode yeah because that's that whole running joke of like asians look alike yeah, you know and, and which more, is like completely you know not yeah, true it's funny but so fucking hilarious because literally like you know he's like um what did he say he was like oh no he was just like where are you? He's like, where is she? He like comes in the room and he's like, he doesn't know. He generally doesn't know which girl he was like, you know, yeah, trying, to court, trying to get forgot. with, you know. He was trying and to like mark like, her with a pen. Right, right. But he's, she's like, you know who it is. He's like, oh. And then he fucking marks her hand with a pen. <laughs> oh, I would have, I would have looked down and been like, are you fucking kidding that me? That was Did I, you just I, mark the first me time with a pen? I saw that. I laughed so hard. That, I thought that was epic. <laughs> That shit was funny as well. It was. It was a really good episode. That, that whole, so from top to bottom, that was a good one. Now that I think about it. It kept you at the edge of your seat all Hell the way yeah. to the end. Hell and then yeah. just ridiculous, Mr. Michael. Oh, yep. That show is so fucking good. So yeah, guys. That was like it. 10 we, moments, 10 episodes. Yeah. You know, Real short and sweet. I like that. Real short and sweet. You know, something to give you guys a little laugh. The world's yes. been a very, you know, whatever place. You know, I don't want to 
you know, as Rick Dog would say, be all doom and gloom, no. you know, but you know, it's just, you know, literally my therapist too. She's like, bitch, I'm going to need you to like watch something funny, yeah. you know, like do something that makes you laugh, it's have a good time bad. because you've been going through a lot lately. It's and not that bad. True. So okay. yeah. But guys, uh, so let's go ahead and move it on over to I don't even know. I didn't, I didn't even think about masturbate. it. And or Medicaid. I have no idea what we're going to talk about. That's why we should probably talk about these it's things. It's okay, babe. Don't okay. worry about it. We can talk about Medicaid. How about that? We can talk about some smoking. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, how long have you been smoking cannabis? <laughs> oh, I don't know. About uh, 20 years, you say? Wow. 20 years. Yep. He's an OG, guys. Yes. He's an OG. He loves his cannabis. Now, when it comes to weed... You've you've since you've been smoking so long and you've uh, seen like the progression of cannabis, right? Since like back in the day till now, it's a lot stronger. Yeah. You know, it's a lot more accessible. We live in Illinois, we live in an it's adult use yeah. rec- recreational state. Um, and you've tried all different forms, like you've tried you've dabbed, you've done edibles and all that. What yeah. is your favorite way to no, consume? I, I like smoking. Yeah. Yeah. There's flour? No, yeah, just flour. Okay. I've tried dab, it's a little too much. Yeah. Uh, edibles never I, it just doesn't hit me right. Uh, I really can't stand the pen. As, oh, the vaping? Know, yeah. yeah. Don't like, Why is I, that? Because it feels unnatural and it, it hurts my throat. Uh-huh. Anything, when it hurts, I don't want to do it. So smoking. Sorry, guys. We had some technical difficulties with this one. Um, this recording that you guys listened to was a part of our live stream. Uh, we stream this on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. Um, you can go back and watch this episode. Um, it will have some sickening visuals for you guys. Uh, sorry again. You're just going to have to keep listening if you guys want to finish hearing Ricky's uh, Meditate, Masturbate, Medicate. Um, but as always, guys, we appreciate you so much for listening. Um, if you haven't already, please go and follow us and subscribe to our Apple Podcasts, our Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, YouTube. We are on Twitch now. Uh, Facebook, if you're on that, I know that that's kind of strictly for the, um, you know, older generations, but you know what, we could still take it back guys. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, we really appreciate you guys listening to this episode and please take this time and hug, hug on somebody that you love. Take a moment, take a breather because the world is a wild place. And I know that a lot of you out there and myself are going through, hard times, but we can do it if we just, you know, give each other grace and, you know, take a moment and reflect and, you know, enjoy the joys of every day. So I love you guys and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. (coughs) Well, shoot the damn dog.